Yeah, buddy. What's going on, everybody? Mike Stadler. Carl Bethke with you. Back here at the Obsession Podcast, Season 2. Getting started. New year. New deer, baby. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Got some questions that have come into us. Carl, why don't you start one off? Oh, let's see what we got here. Leg day. Leg day? <laughs> Leg day. That's Monday, so... Uh, let's see. This one's from Bill. He said, Can you guys talk about your 10% hunting rule on how you look at it every season? Do you pass big bucks on purpose to let them get bigger for age? Well, our 10% rule. Our 10% rule starts with... We are hunting the top 10% of the bucks that we have going on and off of each property each year, which are usually four-year-olds or older. Yeah, Not always, yeah, but hopefully. usually. Yeah. Um, and then after that first week, so that's the first week. <laughs> of, our, of our vacation. Uh, yes, yeah. of our vacation. And probably the first whole we'll setup of, that, yeah. yeah of uh, hunting season. Yeah, the whole season. beginning of the year until our first week of vacation, which is the last week of November. Last week of October. Or October, sorry. And then the first week of November we take off. Uh, come the second week, any Pope and Young three-year-old that walks by Mike or I, we're going to shoot it. Yes, sir. And that's how we run our, our program. Yeah. I mean, we let deer go. We do. I mean, um, normally... It's because we're after a certain one. Right. Um, those deer, then again, like you say, are not safe. The second half. Um, dogs. Dogs are here. Okay. Um, you know, people ask us that all the time about you know the deer that we're going to shoot. I mean, we'll shoot a three and a half year buck if that's what we have to hunt. That's right. what we have to hunt. Our properties are what they are. Obviously, yeah. we want older deer. Everybody does. Yeah. Well, you got to take what you can hunt. Well, we do. We, we take do. what we can hunt. Well, that's kind of how I look at it. I'm like, uh, let's just say the older, the oldest deer on your property is a three and a half year old. To me, that's the deer you hunt because that's all you have. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I mean, if you have other places to hunt where you have older class deer and that's what you're after, then go ahead and hunt those spots. But if you're hunting your own property, or I'm just saying on private property, and the oldest deer on your property is three and a half year old deer, that's the trophy buck on your property that year. Mm -hmm. If you are one of those people that wants to hunt older class deer, then I think the 10% rule probably doesn't count yeah. for, for See, you. See, that's what I think people don't understand with us, so is we're going to hunt them deer. Oh, yes. Um, if, if, we have, if I have one three-and-a-half-year-old buck that's here, mm -hmm. that's the deer we're going to hunt when we're here. Right. And if we get them, we get them. If not, we're not going to let them go. No. <laughs> no. You know, if we, if, you know, and vice versa, say, you know, say we have five old class deer here. Right. And on your property, we're only seeing two. Yep. Well, then we're probably going to hunt here more. Right. Because we're going to try to take them out. Of course. You know? Yep. But that's the benefit that we have. That's the benefit we, can, we have. We can kind of go yeah. back and forth between the two. Um, but we're going to try to harvest those top 10%. We're not going right. to pass them up. Now, as for passing older class deer, yeah, we'll we'll pass our older class. I've passed deer. I passed a buck last year that I probably should have shot. It's bigger and score-wise, bigger than the deer I shot. You know, but at that time, was it two days after that when our, our normal vacation would start? Yeah. We're hunting the top 
10% of the bucks on a property. We had a few four-year-olds that were on the property. So those were the deer we were hunting. So I let him go. Yeah. I mean, we've let deer go before. Oh, we yeah. let him go on your property. We let, you know, not not this last season, but the season before, I let three or four go here. Yeah. They actually all came back. Right. They're actually all dead now. Yeah. Um, you know, we were lucky enough to get one of them. Right. But, you know, it's, you gotta, I guess you gotta make a decision in your own head what you want to do. Yeah, don't you, I, I mean, so, you, you know, know we, we, we put a lot of work and a lot of time in, and we yeah. want to try to harvest a, you know, a, a good animal. And Our goal is to <laughs> harvest a good buck every year, and now that we have our own properties and spend a lot of time fortunate enough to have pretty good deer on the property each year, we plan on shooting a three and a half year old or older every year. A three-and-a-half-year-old buck in Wisconsin, uh, southern Wisconsin, where we are on both properties, is a Pope and Young deer. Yeah. And um, depending on what you have for neighbors, that's what it all comes down to, you guys. I mean, you can't, don't overthink the program. That's, that's what I would say. If you overthink it, yeah. you're not going to shoot anything. You're going to have a bunch of unfilled tags. Yeah, do what makes you happy. Yeah. Well, there's there's a crazy thought. Do what makes you happy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to try to take a deer every year, and it's not about killing a deer. It's no. Trying to, you know, outsmart one one time, and you know, take a shot at one. A three and a half year old buck to me is always going to be a a good animal. That's good. A three and a half year old buck's been through four seasons already. Yes. So, you know, that's. You know, I bet most people don't think of it yeah, that way. You never think of it when they're the yearling. That's that's yeah. one year they make it through. Yeah. Then they start counting them. Yep. Yeah. If it's a if it's a nubbin, that's one year, basically. It's his first year. Yeah. Six so I, you know, I mean, we obviously we've both been after bigger deer too, and not been able to, you know, connect on that, and have taken, you know, a, a lesser, a class buck, I guess you want to say, in the same season. Yes. But, you know, and we still want to be successful, so it's. Yeah. You know, and okay, so the bigger deer, he made it. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's great. Next year, he'll be even he bigger. He wins this year. So yep. we, we move on to the next one. It's not a, you know, I mean, there has been cases, obviously, you know, when you hunt a shocker. Yeah. You know, we made that all come together and you got him and yeah. um, it happens sometimes. Yeah. But it, I'll tell you what, you know, once you, you get out and you start doing that one individual buck, have fun. Yeah. Because it's a lot of work and it doesn't usually pan out. No, especially depending on the size of your properties. If, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan areas where you've got a bunch of small, small properties, um, that's where you start to see uh, it's, it's hard to hunt one individual buck. Because he's, he's, even when his core area shrinks, when he gets older, if he makes it that way or that far, usually he doesn't in high heavy, high heavy pressure areas. Um, you spit, you'll you'll not you'll eat a lot of tags mm -hmm. <laughs> hunting one individual. I did I did that one year hunting one individual deer uh, and ended up not getting him and ate my tag that year. Um, I just or you put so much effort into it where you're so mentally drained. So like you and Johnny Johnny yeah yeah I've done it a few times yeah it's not any fun. Well I watched you that year. I mean you just beat yourself in the submission. Yeah. You were so dead at the end, dude. Yeah. It was but, rough to watch. You know, and you were filming, and we were letting, you know, I was letting nice bucks walk by, and deer that I would have never let walk by. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just wanted that deer so bad, and at the end of it, it, it happened, but it was a, you know, I was drained. It was a, oh, yeah. wasn't even exciting. 
at the end of it. And after you did it, you decided at that point. I said, I'm not doing it anymore. Right. And I did, I did try, you know, I try here every year for a little bit. Yeah. You know, I try to, you know, last year, you know, King, the 10 yeah. ride, yeah. that's the one I went after and he disappeared. Mm -hmm. So I just shifted focus. Right. You know, the year before, obviously I hunted the landlord a lot. Yeah. And, you know, he got shot with a gun. I didn't get him. I ended up shooting a, I think I shot a different one at a different, I think I shot that one by Fox Lake that year, that year yeah. I got actually. I didn't even shoot one here. Yeah, that heavy eight point yeah. you shot that. So, I mean, it's, it's the opportunity was there and I'm like, I took it. Yeah. You know, I wanted the bigger deer, yeah. But <laughs> well, it is what it is. Gift horse in the mouth. That's the other thing you'll see with us <laughs> is uh, it's hard to uh, pass up opportunities. Number one, you have to think of it this way. You don't get very many opportunities throughout the year. Um, you know, you practice all year, you set your property up all year if you're hunting private, um, you scout all year if you're on public, all the work you put into it for that one, maybe two opportunities a year to shoot a buck. It's hard to uh, pass stuff. And if you're passing stuff, you have to ask yourself, are you passing stuff for you? Or are you passing stuff to try and impress other people? That's the thing I see most. I see we talked about a podcast here, uh, I don't know, a few weeks back where we talked about an individual we both know it has got really good hunting property. He's showing videos of 150 inch deer walking by, you know, late October, early November. And granted he has good hunting property, but then he's telling people, these are immature deer. I'm not going to shoot these. I'm not going to shoot that. They're, they're not worth my time. Stuff like that. That, I don't know. That's not me. No. <laughs> so not us, I would say. So 10% rule, we hunt the top 10% of the bucks coming on and off our property. Yeah. And uh, we start assessing that probably early July and uh, get an idea for the deer that we're gonna see throughout the year. And then we decide at that point, these are the bucks we're gonna be hunting. Yeah. So hopefully that answered your question. We appreciate you listening to the obsession. Yeah, buddy. Uh, if you guys want to listen to it, just listen to it on the podcast. You can check it out at iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, RSS.com, Spotify, and one other Amazon podcast. Oh, Amazon. No, yeah, we're lined up with that yeah, one now, buddy. too. Yeah, I'm pulling in a new one. Or watch it on YouTube. Check it out on YouTube here at Rush Outdoors Wisconsin. We appreciate you guys. Later.